A new year brings a new beginning. For all of our listeners that own a business, we want to tell you about FedEx Office. If you're just starting or have been running your company for generations, FedEx Office gives you the best way to print marketing materials, posters, signage, graphics, and so much more. With FedEx, creating, editing, saving, and ordering are fast and easy. We're teaming up with FedEx and Podgo to bring our listeners 30% off their next order of $100 or more at podgo.co slash FedEx. That's podgo.co slash FedEx for 30% off your next order. FedEx, the world on time. Welcome to the Bro Country Podcast. My name is Joey, and as always, I am joined by... Hey man, it's Chris here. What's going on over there tonight, Joey? Hey man, not a whole lot. Just hanging out. What about yourself? Just ready to jump into this one. This is going to be another good one. As always, my friend. Guys, we have a special guest coming on for an interview. He is an up-and-coming artist out of Oklahoma. But first, before we bring him on the show, we do want to go through our News Out of Nashville segment for the week. Uh, yeah, what's, what's going on in Nashville this week, Joey? Not a whole lot. I mean, there were some shows announced in Texas. Yeah, there was, wasn't there? Yeah, so yeah. that was pretty cool. Uh, Billy yeah, Bob's. Tell us, tell us about that. Yeah, down in Texas at Billy Bob's. Uh, Miranda Lambert is going to be doing a three-night run. Uh, Party's going to be doing two nights down there. Yeah, it's like uh, totally normal down, <laughs> down yeah. there in Texas, it seems like. Randall King's doing shows in Texas. Yeah. There's some other oh, folks doing some shows at Billy Bob's too, right? Yeah, I mean, Billy Bob's is its probably the most famous and largest honky-tonk bar in Texas. So it's, I mean, it's its as, it's as big as it gets. I think I read it, you can, they can cram almost 3,000 people in this honky-tonk. Daggone. That's, that's wild. But that's I mean, awesome. it's rare for people as big as Miranda and Party, obviously, to play down there. But um, I mean, if you look at the schedule, they've got Kip Moore, Justin Moore, Tracy Lawrence, Shenandoah, Colin Ray. Like, they have a, they have a full schedule. So... You know, if things don't get better soon, we're going to have to move down to Texas. <laughs> yeah. Or for me, it's about a 17-hour drive, 18-hour drive. I, I don't oh, know. I might have to fly out for that one. That's wild. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah. In, in some other news, uh, we did notice that Ashley McBride was being removed from some of Luke Combs' tour dates. Yeah, I've got the... I, got t- I have tickets to the Boone Show, which is supposed to be the first show in America for Luke this year. And Ashley's not on there anymore, so I haven't been able to, to figure out what's what's going on there. Um, but yeah. in other Ashley news, um, Flanagan's, one of our favorite venues up there in Dublin, um, it looks like they're getting ready to, to announce some summer shows, and Ashley is on one of the shows with Lee Bryce, so that's that's going to be a good one. We're, we're hoping to get tickets for that show. Yeah, we're going to get tickets no matter what to that one. We're going to have to figure yeah, it out. Absolutely. <laughs> that's close to home. It's up near Columbus, Ohio, so that's about an hour and a half north of where I'm at. Yeah, so yeah, about three and a half from me. Not too bad. We that's actually where we uh, went to our first show together to that's see right, Mr. Uh, Luke Combs. So that would be cool that's to right. have a uh, reunion at Flanagan's. Yeah, feel but, feel pretty normal if we if we can do that this summer. Yeah. Oh man, you're telling me. But some kind of cool news I found. Uh, the performers were announced for the 95th anniversary of the Grand Ole Opry special that's going to be airing. They've yeah, got. It's going to be really really a special night. It looks like. Yeah, it's a two-hour special, and it's televised on NBC on Valentine's Day, March 14th, from 9 to 11 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Yep. 
they announced a few artists that are going to be doing covers. So you've got Kelsey Ballerini, who's going to be doing a cover of When You Say Nothing at All. Yep. And you've got Dirk Bentley and Marty Stewart covering Poncho and Lefty. Oh, that'll be good. That will be good. Uh, Lady A covering Forever and Ever, Amen. Yep. And then you've got Garth, Trisha Yearwood, Old Crow Medicine Show, Darius Rucker, Dolly Parton, Blake Shelton, Brad Paisley, Kane Brown, who is making his debut at the Opry, uh, Little Big Town, and Carrie Underwood all performing some originals. So that'll be pretty cool. Yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna be awesome. They're gonna show the I know the performance that Lady A does. They're gonna that's when they got asked to be members of the opera. So that's gonna it's gonna be a pretty cool night. I think Brad and Brad and uh, Blake are hosting. So I'm yeah, sure, I'm sure it'll be a fun night. Absolutely, man. But yeah, I'm definitely looking forward to that. Again, that's gonna air on NBC from 9 p.m. to 11 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on February 14th, 2021. Coming right up this weekend. That's right, um, man. What what else what else is going on down there in Nashville? Something that, uh, you know, popped up today that I, you know, kind of just a little bit before we started recording this, you know, we're recording on Wednesday this week. We usually do Fridays, but due to some scheduling, we had to change it around. But um, Jason Isbell is donating all the proceeds from Cover Me Up off Morgan Wallen's album to the NAACP. Yeah. And it's in light of the racial word that Morgan said, so... Um, basically, if, if you guys haven't been known what's going on in, with Morgan, we talked about it last week, we won't dive into that, but um, his album sales have just kind of went through the roof over the past couple weeks, and there was a media outlet that tweeted about it, and Jason retweeted them and said that, uh, quote, so a portion of this money goes to me. Since I wrote Cover Me Up, I've decided to donate everything I've made so far from this album to the Nashville chapter of the NAACP. Thanks for helping out a good cause. Wow, that's pretty, that's pretty, that's admirable of him. Yeah, yeah, I think definitely a good cause. I don't think there's anything wrong with that. You know, I don't, no need in diving into opinions on all this, yeah, but absolutely. I, you know, good cause, why not, you know? And yep. Great song. Morgan did a great cover of it, and I mean, Jason sings it well. It's his song, so uh, yeah, but, but yeah. But anyways, man, that that's really all the news we've got. Because again, we're recording midweek, so we haven't made it to Friday yet. So there, there yeah, might there be might some there might be some stuff happen that we that we you, missed that we'll have to cover next week. Yeah, you never know. But uh, I think you've got some info on how the charts should finish this week. So why don't you go ahead and talk to us about that? Yeah, the 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 charts for the. Fourth straight week, Morgan will have the number one album, and Luke will have the number one song at radio with Better Together. So uh, it's kind of like a broken record. <laughs> the same thing happens every, every week. It seems like so. Yeah, it's <laughs> it's crazy. Usually, no, no, radio, the like the 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 difference between the top song and the second song is so close that you don't really know who the number one song is going to be until late Sunday night. Mm-hmm. But Luke, for these last um, four or five weeks, he's been so far ahead of the next. Um, person at radio that it's they've they've called it pretty early in the week so um yeah luke is he's probably gonna pick up his fifth week at number one for better together awesome very well deserved we love luke if you're new here we love luke combs i'm sure you probably do too so (laughs) always happy when luke's uh scoring number ones but yeah i think that's it man for the news there wasn't a whole lot like i said you want to go ahead and get Braden on the line let's do it Cool. We'll be right back with you guys here in just a moment.
Welcome back to the Bro Country Podcast. We now have our special guest on the line tonight. He's an up-and-coming artist from Tulsa, Oklahoma, with 90s and 2000s influences that brings a fresh, heart-on-your-sleeve style of country music. Ladies and gentlemen, I'd like to introduce Braden Jameson. All right, thanks for having me, guys. Hey, man, it's a pleasure. How are things going where you're at? They're great. I think the weather's going to get bad tomorrow, so we're prepping for that, but everything's everything's really chill out here. Now, you're in Nashville now, right? I am, yeah. Okay, cool. So, yeah, I'm in Ohio myself, man, and we just got like five to seven inches of snow the last couple of days, so it, that's been the wow. most snow we've gotten all year, so. That's crazy. I know in Oklahoma, my family is calling me today. They can't drive anywhere. We're not used to all that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I bet. <laughs> probably a little different but yeah man so tell us a little bit about your story you know what got you into playing country music and you know what's made you kind of go on this path of pursuing a career in country music yeah man I actually um my dad's a pastor he's a pastor my whole life um so I was always in church um you know first one in last one out turn the lights on and off and stuff um and there's always a drum set up there and I get bored out of my mind you know waiting on people to leave So I just go up there, and that's how I started on the drums. Kind of just developed a love for music from a super young age, which I'm super grateful for now. Um, And then just growing up, uh, my dad was a huge, like, Eagles fan and just classic rock and also country. And my mom was a big country music fan, and so um, I just kind of grew to love that. And I I always kind of thought to myself, like, somebody my age is going to make it on the radio one day like why can't it be me so I just started going after it and um, it was really I think my junior year is when I decided to really pursue it Um, I released an EP and I got to open for Toby Keith and the the night I did that was really like um, like I I definitely don't want to do anything else with my life that was kind of kind of the night where I decided that and um, God opened a lot of doors and I'm here at Belmont and just making connections and having a great time. Where did you open for Toby at? Tell us about that. Uh, that was in Oklahoma City. So um, it was my governor's, I think it's called a gubernatorial ball, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and so it was actually a two-night thing. The first one was in Tulsa, and it was me and the Christian band Mercy Me. Oh, yeah. Um, nice. And then the second night was Toby Keith, Jimmy Allen, and me. So it was a blast, man. That's awesome, man. That's, yeah, that's, that's a great sweet. experience. So early on, that's it. Huge, really man. was. It was awesome. Which uh, which part of Oklahoma are you from? I'm from Tulsa, the Tulsa area. So, Braden, I know you mentioned uh, a second ago that you're studying down there at Belmont. You know, what's that like, and uh, how's that driving you being around other songwriters and artists? It's awesome, man. It's crazy um, just being surrounded by people who have the same passion as you. Um, and it is competitive a little bit, but it's it's like a healthy competition. Like, not necessarily like, oh, I hope I do better than you, but more like, oh, I see you're doing this. I want to get in on that too type of deal. Mm-hmm. Um, and everybody's super supportive of each other. Like, we'll write together. We'll play shows together. It's a really cool environment to be in. That's great, man. Now, with you getting into music at such a young age, man, who were some of your biggest influences growing up? Yeah, so I'm kind of an old soul when it comes to my style of country music, I guess. Um, George Strait, obviously, is my favorite artist of all time. Oh, yeah. Um, but also, 
like Merle Haggard, Keith Whitley's a huge one. Oh yeah. Um, and then also I have a lot of, and I think people will see this more as I keep releasing music, not necessarily the music I have out now, but the Eagles are a huge influence of mine as well. Nice. That's cool, man. Have you been able to see um, George or the Eagles live? Yeah, I saw George straight live, and that was like the coolest moment of my entire life. <laughs> yeah, uh, I haven't, awesome I haven't seen the Eagles. Um, I almost saw them one time. Still makes me sick to this day that I wasn't <laughs> able to go. But maybe one day with Vince Gill and all them playing. Yeah, it was. Yeah, uh, you'll definitely need to see it before before it's over with. Vince is awesome live. I saw him at the Opry uh, two years ago. He's awesome too live, but he's incredible. He's from Oklahoma. I didn't even know that. Yeah, I was I was gonna say, Braden, um, being from Oklahoma and going to Belmont, you uh, <laughs> you're taking the right path. <laughs> <laughs> the 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 amount of legends that have <laughs> that are from Oklahoma is kind of staggering. It's crazy, man. It's crazy because yeah. um, I mean those are my biggest influences, and it's a little bit harder being here in town. Um, I've kind of come to realize that people's tastes are different where I'm from and and here. So, but it's crazy. It's awesome. We've got a lot of history in Oklahoma for country music, for sure. Had you, um, had you traveled to Nashville before coming to, to school at Belmont? Uh, I was, so I had my, I was playing this All-American football game in Gatlinburg um, about a year ago, actually. And that was pretty much my first time coming through town. Oh, wow. And that's when I toured Belmont, fell in love with it. That's awesome. That's, that's awesome, man. And, you know, me creeping on your Instagram, you seem like you're pretty good at football, man. What made you go the music route instead of sports? Uh, well, I'm a 5'10 quarterback, um, <laughs> if that helps anything. But, uh, no, I was kind of thinking I could have played probably at a smaller school, but I didn't really want to sacrifice um, what I want to do long term, which is music. Um, mm-hmm. And so I think I've, after being here a semester and a half, it's definitely the right decision. <laughs> Now, your debut EP, that dropped in 2018, and from what I saw, that's overly surpassed 100,000 streams. Um, your current single, Playing George, is at about, on Spotify anyway, it's showing almost 83,000. You know, this early in your career to have that many streams, you know, how does that feel? It's awesome. It's really validating, like, what I'm doing is worth it. Um, people will DM me all the time, like, even when I was, you know, 16, 17 year, years old and released that EP, like, thank you for writing this song. I needed that. Um, and for me, that's really what it's all about. Yeah, that's huge, man. I'm sure that makes you feel great as an artist, being able to connect with people, your fans, through your music. So that's awesome. Yeah, for sure. Like, even um, the way I kind of have learned to go about songwriting is um, people kind of give me a hard time because I'm all over the place, happy and sad <laughs> songs and stuff, but. I'm 19 years old, you know, but yeah. Um, what I think, man, is I just try to capitalize on anything that I'm feeling, whether if it's a it's an emotion for that I had for 10 minutes. I sit down and I try to really get in the zone and write a song for that because by the time you release it, there's enough people in the world that somebody somewhere is feeling that way right now. Mm-hmm. And so I think it makes it super relatable, and I just try to capitalize on that usually. Yeah. What's um? Tell us tell us a little bit about the writing process and the recording process for uh for the for the new song playing George. 
Yeah, so playing George, um, that's just like a classic honky-tonk being in a small bar in Oklahoma, two-step in place kind of song. Um, I wrote it um, about like seeing this girl walk in and you really want to dance with her. (laughs) And so you're doing everything you can and it just kind of clicks all of a sudden like, I'm going to play George Strait because every girl loves George Strait, at least where I'm from. So if you do that, she'll dance with you. (laughs) That's awesome, and you and you drop a, a bunch of references to George in the song too, which is pretty. cool. I do. I think there's people ask me. I lose track. I think there's six <laughs> or seven. I was gonna say I tried to count, but I think I got like four or five, and I was like, ah, probably missed a couple. But <laughs> <laughs> some of them are what? super, super subtle. But that's right, man. Where'd you Where'd you record at? Uh, I recorded at the Closet Studios in Tulsa, Oklahoma, with Kendall Osborne. He's an awesome dude. That's great. That's cool, man. Speaking of the current single, Speaking George, we're going to go ahead and play a clip of that for you guys tonight so you can get a little uh, taste of Braden's music here before you go check him out. So uh, without further ado, we'll go ahead and play a clip. I put a quarter in the jukebox We can dance or just talk whatever you want But girl, you should know there you have it folks that's Braden's current single playing george streaming on all major platforms make sure you guys go check that out now Braden, uh speaking of current singles i know you've got a song dropping on march 1st forever girl what can yes the sir list... march 1st yeah man we're stoked for it man i saw a little teaser of it so that's gonna be awesome for you but uh, what can listeners expect from that new song yeah, man. So this song, I kind of went a different route. I forgot to say I also listened to a lot of bluegrass growing up. Okay. Um, and so I really wanted to, because I have an EP coming out in the fall. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, nice. And I really wanted to just kind of have a well-rounded, eclectic sound. Mm-hmm. Like everything's still going to be a Braden Jameson song, but I kind of wanted people to hear the stuff I grew up listening to and the stuff I like listening to to this day. Um, and so this one, this one, man, it's just like a, it's just a love song about settling down and it's got a lot of, a lot of bluegrass influence on it. So I'm excited to see what people think about it. Yeah, most definitely. And I mean, a few minutes ago, you mentioned how you get kind of some scrutiny for writing about stuff like that, you know, being only 19 years old, um, you know, how do you, how do you battle through that adversity of people giving you crap about it? Oh, I take it, man. I just take it. I'm That's like, awesome. hopefully one day this will make me some money and I'll be the one laughing. I don't know. <laughs> That's right, man. Well, if not, relatable. I love doing it, though. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Doing... Yeah, for sure, man. And I think that, you know, a little bit ago when you said you just want to write something that's relatable, that's huge because 
I mean, you see artists like uh, Luke Combs writing so much relatable music these days, and yeah, I, I think that that's a huge uh, connecting factor with his fan base is that he's just so relatable. But um, yeah, so if, if you stick to that and crush it, man, the sky's the limit for you. That's right. But I spe- hope so. Thanks, man. Yeah. Well, speaking of Luke Combs, and you, you know, we've heard some of your influences growing up. Do you have any current mainstream artists or non-mainstream artists that you're listening to? Uh, definitely a lot of non-mainstream guys down in Texas, but um, I'm a I'm a huge fan of Midland. They're probably my favorite current oh, yeah, band yeah. right now. Um, Riley Green, Cody Johnson, Randall King. Oh, there you like go. That. You're 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 talking our language now. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, man. Good, guys, good old man. country music, man. That's, That's right. True, we man. just saw Riley Green what three or four weeks ago. Yeah. Oh, is that right? Yeah, coming up yeah. about three four weeks ago. We went. Th- uh, there was a show in Lexington, Kentucky. It was the Acoustic Jam. So there was uh, a couple of folks there. There were Nico Moon, uh, Runaway June, uh, Dylan Scott, Russell Dickerson, Riley Green, Matt Stell. Yeah, Riley. Riley definitely stole the show. There. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Oh, I bet. That's awesome, man. I'm jealous. Yeah, it was when Chris actually told me about it like a month. It actually it was in like November, right, Chris? Something like that. Yeah, and then it got delayed. Yeah, then it got delayed till uh, January, and it wound up happening. Man, it was crazy. Like everything was so spaced apart or whatever, and seats they did, had it at Rupp Arena, so that was pretty cool. But um, seats were roped off and stuff. But it was it was a good time just to actually get to hear some live music because here in Ohio things have been pretty much shut down since the beginning. So. Yeah, that's that's one lesson I've learned really here during COVID is just not take anything for granted. Like I played some shows back home and the capacity was, you know, probably a little more than it should have been, but I was I was loving it. Yeah, it was man. awesome. What's uh What's it like down in Nashville on on Broadway? Are they are the honky tonks pretty normal right now? They really are. I actually played last night. Um, I mean, there's some rules that obviously wouldn't. For the most part, it's pretty normal. I think. Yeah, yeah. I'm actually making a trip to Nashville next month. Might have to get up with you if you're doing some shows. Yeah, man, that'd be awesome. <laughs> but yeah, so uh, speaking of COVID and just this whole crazy situation, man, how have you had to get creative to promote your music during all this? You know, the biggest thing, I get this question a lot, the biggest thing I do is just write all the time because one day you're going to be able to put it out. But um, as far as promotion goes, social media is huge. I know TikTok's blowing up. I'm still figuring out how to use that app, but um, <laughs> I have no idea what I'm doing on there, man. I text stuff to my manager like, can you post this for me? <laughs> That's but, awesome. Uh, I think socials are big. Just relating to people, being a real human being, you know, is authenticity goes a, lot, a long way with your audience. So, Yeah, most definitely, man. Yeah, this just the whole pandemic thing has been crazy, but hopefully we'll uh, move past this pretty soon and get back to some normalcy everywhere, you know? For sure. Get to go see the Eagles live, right? Yeah, <laughs> hopefully. Yeah, they probably can't get out right now at all. Right, man. It's <laughs> They're just, all high yeah. risk. <laughs> Wild. So I, you kind of already mentioned this a little bit ago, but uh, you've got an EP coming out in the fall. Is that right? I do. Yeah, I'm super pumped about it. It's going to have awesome. uh, six songs on it, I think. None of this is finalized, but I have a pretty good idea. Uh, probably six songs with my three latest singles, including Forever Girl. Sweet. That's going to be awesome, man. Are, now, do you have any plans to do any shows outside of Nashville? I know it's probably hard, obviously, with the pandemic and you know with your studies and everything, but do you have any plans to get out of Tennessee and do some shows? 
Uh, we're looking at some things right now in the next couple of months, but I really think um, this summer we're going to hit it super hard. We're kind of trying to plan like sort of a mini tour, and it'll be a lot easier like in the summertime being outside and everything. So we're hoping to hit a few states. Yeah, that'd be sweet, man. So I know earlier you mentioned you opened for your governor's ceremony for Toby Keith. You played with Jimmy Allen, Mercy Me. So that this may that may be the answer to my next question, but I did want to ask, you know, what's been the the best moment in your musical career so far? Uh I'm still deciding, but including Toby Keith, I mean that was that was the biggest moment of like pushing myself out there, like this is what I want to do. Mm-hmm. But uh and I mean like releasing a song is a thrill like no other, but I think like my favorite show, dude, was probably in December over break. I was playing this this honky tonk in Oklahoma, and it was awesome. Crowd was loud. It was awesome. It felt good. It was like the first time being back. That's awesome, man. We uh we actually have we do have a a smaller live show this weekend, kind of close to where I'm at, in my hometown, and uh, it's a guy by the name of Dan Alley. I don't know if you've heard of him before, but um, he he's from yeah. Ohio. You you've heard of him? I have, yeah. Yeah, so he, he's actually from uh, pretty close to where I live, maybe 45 minutes away, and he's actually doing a show in my hometown, so we're going to go check him out this weekend, so that'll be pretty cool to get to see him play. Yeah, that's awesome, man. Get to see some live music, man. <laughs> but, it's, yeah, man. There's a, there's a lot of places that just don't have like live music right now, and here it's like you walk, you literally step foot off campus, and it's like any given night of the week there's somebody playing. That's awesome, man. And that, I mean, that had to hurt so many of the guys and gals down there in Nashville last year during the, the pandemic. I mean, to shut all that down and, you know, they, they had to get super creative. I'm sure you guys with writing, especially with, I saw some artists like doing Zoom calls to have rights together, you know? Yeah, I did a lot of those actually. There's a lot of um, like live streams with with everybody's Cash App and Venmo's on there too, trying to trying to get back in the swing of it, but... Everybody's yeah. kind of figuring out by now, I think. Yeah, yeah. And, I mean, I've yeah. even seen some of the, like, bigger names doing, like, tickets for virtual shows and everything. Yeah, so. yeah. Got to do what you got to do, though. For sure. I tuned in. You did a live interview. It was probably, like, last week with a, a social media account. I can't – Lord forgive me, I can't remember the name of the guy. But um, you kind of talked about the recording process for your debut EP, and I thought that was super interesting. Do you care to tell us a little bit about that? Yeah, so the bass player who, I mean, I was in his wedding when I was like three, I think. I knew him my whole life. Um, bass player in my church was really getting into like engineering and producing stuff. Um, and he knew I wrote and everything because we played together in church. And he's like, hey, man, why don't you just, or he's like, why don't I come over and let's just record an EP at your house? I was like, awesome. I've never done this before. This would be sweet. So he came over with his iPad, and we recorded the entire A Heart's Gotta Break EP in my living room. <laughs> oh, wow. Just just the two of you? Just the two of us. That's yeah. crazy, man. Isn't that cool? I, I already knew that, spoiler alert, because I watched that uh, interview you did, but that, <laughs> I thought that was super cool, man. It's Dude, technology is wild these days. Yeah, yeah. You can do well, anything in a living room. Oh, man, I'm telling you. It's like, what, what would we do without it, you know? <laughs> For sure, yeah. To be able to produce an EP through all that is just crazy to think about, but 
anyway, I just thought that would be a cool story to tell. So thank you for sharing with us. But yeah, man. Uh, yeah, man. So do you have any final words for your fans or anyone from our show tonight that may go check out your music or hit you up on social media? Uh, appreciate everybody for checking this out. Hopefully everybody will go check out uh, Forever Girl on March 1. I'm excited. It's going to be a good one. Absolutely. And yeah, make sure you guys go check out Braden's work. He's on all major streaming platforms. While you're at it, go check him out on social media. You can find him on TikTok and Instagram at Braden underscore Jameson. So make sure you go give him a follow. And while you're at it, go check us out on social media. We're on TikTok, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, everywhere. Just search Bro Country Podcast. We would love to have you. But, Braden, it's been a real pleasure, man, getting to chat with you here on the show a little bit. So thank you so much for coming on, man. We yeah, really thanks, appreciate man. We it. appreciate it. Yeah, it was a blast. Thanks for having me, guys. Yeah, man. Hopefully we'll catch up with you soon. I'll, I'll keep a lookout on your socials to see if you're doing any shows when I'm in Nashville. We'll have to, the wife and I'll have to pop out and check you out if you're doing a show, man. Love to see you for out sure. there. For sure. Yeah, but shoot yeah. me a message. We'll work something out. Sounds good, man. Well, Chris, you got anything else, my man? I think I think we're good. All right, guys. Well, until next time, as always, keep a country and take care of each other. I'm playing George. I just want to dance.